there's a lot of things you think of when Christmas comes to mind. Christmas trees, Christmas pudding, Christmas presents, Christmas lights, Christmas services, Christmas carols. One of the words you don't tend to connect with Christmas is truce. What's a Christmas truce? It sounds like a feuding family that makes up for the holiday season. Yet in 1914, the phrase Christmas truce had power, perhaps more so than any other phrase that you typically associate with Christmas. I'm James Dykstra, and this is History.ICU. The First World War had started a few months earlier, and after significant early victories by Germany that pushed France to the verge of defeat, the war had ground to a stalemate. The Allies and the Germans faced off over hundreds of miles of trenches that stretched from the Swiss border all the way to the English Channel. The two sides faced off against each other with their respective trenches separated by a no-man's land. If you raised your head above your trench just a bit too much, someone in the trenches opposite would probably shoot you. If you were ordered out of your trench to attack the other side, well, you were likely shot before you could make much progress across the area between the trenches. The no-man's land was a forbidding area, littered with the corpses of soldiers. This stalemate had gone on for months. So many had signed up for a brief bit of adventure fighting the enemies, and then everyone would be home for Christmas. It didn't quite work out that way. As Christmas approached, the war ground on, slow, deadly, and lacking the purpose and enthusiasm it had once had. Yet Christmas Eve that year was different, different than what anyone might have expected. Gunfire, according to reports, seized around noon that day. Both sides of the conflict had received cards and small presents from home. For English troops, this included a present from Princess Mary, a tin with tobacco, cigarettes, or sweets, among other items. The Allied troops on the Western Front heard Christmas carols floating across no man's land, the Germans sang Silent Night, in German, of course, and the Allies responded with the First Noel. In one place, the English were alerted to the truce when a German voice called out in English, English soldier! English soldier! A Merry Christmas! A Merry Christmas! What was seen up and down the line was Christmas lights and small Christmas trees. A man displaying Christmas lights on a small tree makes himself vulnerable because now his enemy has a clear target to aim at. Yet the English troops couldn't take advantage of the German vulnerability, apparently because it was Christmas. Despite the objections of their officers, both sides emerged from their respective trenches, meeting in the middle. They shook hands and exchanged some of the small presents they had received from home. Communication had its problems, but a number of Germans had worked in London before the war started, and that helped the language issue along. There's even talk of at least one game of soccer starting up between the two sides, though this is hard to confirm. Though it's not known for sure if it happened, it's fascinating to imagine soldiers who had shot at each other only a few hours earlier now trying to score goals on each other. As strange as all of this is, what you really have to wonder is, why? Why did this happen? There have been spontaneous truces in all kinds of wars, but those tended to be localized and were generally a chance to help the injured or to recover the bodies of fallen comrades. This time was a bit different. At about the same time, 
more than a hundred thousand soldiers scattered over hundreds of miles put down their weapons and not only tolerated their enemies picking up their wounded from the battlefield but actually went out and celebrated with them singing songs and giving gifts some have suggested that the truce was due to war weariness since this long grinding war had been going on for months with little progress and little hope of ending but if that's all that was involved Surely there would have been more truces on the Christmases of 1915, 1916, and 1917, as the war seemed less and less hopeful, and more and more soldiers grew weary of it. The only explanation I can find that makes sense to me is that this was a different time, when Christmas meant more than good feelings, time off from work, a lot of food, and time spent with the family. This was a holy time that was about the celebration of the birth of a Savior who promised to alleviate our sufferings and reconcile us to God. Christmas Eve was a night the angels sang, and so Pope Benedict XV urged that, at least on this night, the guns may fall silent. Maybe some stopped shooting because the Pope asked them to, but I suspect many more, this early in the war, simply couldn't ignore the incredible significance of Christmas. While it's hard to shoot at someone at any time, it seemed impossible to shoot at someone on the night when God himself came to live among us.